Chocolate Cakes, the Sidecar Podcast. Hi there, welcome to the Cake Adjacent Podcast, a once a week update on all things food, family, community, gardening, whatever. If it has to do with rituals around food and making it, we'll talk about it here. Sidecar will be like an amuse-bouche. Lighter, but not frivolous. Toothsome, but not so heavy that you'll fall into a food coma after. Sweet, but definitely not without snark or sarcasm. And I hope that if there are any tears, they're from laughing. Special note, this podcast will have different music, so you'll know right away which one it is. I know that the original Two Chocolate Cakes Culinary Memoir is a lot to take in, and it isn't for everyone. So this one is going to be more fun, more of a conversation, and I hope that you'll join me and tell me about your food stories, swap recipes, give advice, and help me create a community. Today it's snowing, so you might hear a little blowy weather in the background while I'm recording. Certainly the last gasp of weather, winter, winter weather here in Virginia, and I love me some snow something fierce. I love the way it floats so gently from the sky or swirls in the wind and covers whatever ugliness there is outside. I love the way it blankets and muffles all the sounds for a few hours. It's like living in a snow globe, a perfectly curated tiny life safe from all the misery of the world, at least for a little while. Then folks come out their front door, brushing off their cars and their front steps and walkways for the mail carrier, and maybe folks are greeting each other who don't usually because there's just something about snow and power outages that seem to bring people together. It always has. I remember it from my time as a teeny kid when we lived in Sterling, Massachusetts, in the middle of this huge field with a farm behind us, and we had the best tobogganing hill. On the weekends, it was all snowmobiling and parties at our house. Then living in Providence, where you had to make friends with someone who had a snowblower for sure, or be that friend with the snowblower. Tomorrow will be all gone, and the daffodils and the grape hyacinth and the crocuses and all my herbs will show themselves again. And I'll be glad spring is coming because it's time to plant stuff in the garden. But one more snow, I will take it. It's also Milky Way Day. And I'm reminded of the roach's golden retriever, Tanner, who once ate all the Halloween candy. And when Frank Roach came home to give out candy to the few trick-or-treaters and there was just an empty bowl, he called my mother and asked if she knew where Nancy had put the candy. Nancy had taken all of us kids out. And mom said, oh, it should be in a bowl on the kitchen island. The bowl was there, but not the five pounds of fun-sized Milky Ways. Tanner was fine. But look, I will never not have memories about food. So this pod is going to be a work in progress, kind of like a river, flowing this way and that way, but always moving, hopefully. And every week, I'll rattle off the food holidays to get you ready for the week ahead. And we're going to start right now. I use this kind of bonkers food holiday ca- calendar that's compiled in the Netherlands. And while I know that there are American food calendars out there, I kind of like this one because there are just some inexplicable things on it. And if you know me, you know I love weirdo stuff. I already mentioned that today is Milky Way Day, but it also is Plant a Flower Day. And something you might not know about me is I have as much experience as a professional landscaping gardener as I do for my nonprofit job. So maybe we'll talk about gardening a bit too, because I do love growing food and flowers, which technically is food for pollinators and pollinators make food for us. So there you go. Link made to the food podcast. Boom. One of my favorite things to do for friends who are buying a new house with a lovely but overgrown garden is to go in the spring and tag all the plants coming up for them and let them know what's a weed and what isn't. 
It's really an invaluable service if you're a person who doesn't know anything about gardening. And I will do it for oatmeal cookies or lemon squares and an ice cold Coke. Anywho, today is Baked Scallops Day, which is not a day I personally celebrate, although I have a super happy memory of Alex's 16th birthday spent down here in Virginia, the first time she visited, and my best girlfriend, Kari, whose parents lived in Maryland at the time, and she was visiting them, and she came down too, and Alex made scallops for everyone, seared in a pan though, not baked. Uh, everyone but me, that is, because I had hot dogs, because I clearly have a six-year-old's palate. Uh, I used to do a lot of entertaining in Providence, but here not so much. So it was great to have them here. There's also this scallop place that sets up at the farmer's market in Providence. And when I'm visiting, I always get some for my mother and she says they're the best she's ever had. So if you're in the area, I highly recommend. They come frozen in packs of 12, I think. And I can track down the information if you want to know more. Tomorrow is coconut tort day. And while I cannot say I have had one that would be called a coconut tort, I have easily eaten my weight 10 times over in coconut cream pies. And just last night, I was reminding Ben of this Okinawa sweet potato and halpia cream pie with macadamia nut crust that we get when we go to Hawaii. Okinawa sweet potatoes are purple, and I feel like they're sweeter than regular sweet potatoes. And it is super creamy and sweeter than pumpkin or regular sweet potato pie. And then with the layer of coconut pudding, but man, that macadamia nut crust is just chef's kiss. I cannot wait to get my paws on one when we are out in November. Fingers crossed. They are huge too. They are about the size of a school bus steering wheel. And if you're asking yourself, can she even eat a pie that big? I say, do you even know me? Moving on. Monday is National Potato Chip Day, and I am an unapologetic potato chip purist, and like potato chips that do not have any additional flavor other than potato. Who's surprised? Sometimes I will get a bag of salt and vinegar potato chips if I'm feeling kind of kicky, but generally I like the original chips. My current favorite chip is the Lay's Lightly Salted Ruffled Chip. It is just robust enough for some dip if necessary, but also doesn't turn into a quarter size crumb at the bottom of the bag halfway through. I've made homemade chips before and honestly do not believe they are worth the trouble or the skin off my fingertips from the cursed mandolin. Your mileage may vary. Monday is also pie day, as in 3.14 pie. So I hope that if you have pie, you will tell us all about what kind of pie you're going to have. I think I've made it abundantly clear what kind of pie I'm craving right now. And there's only one pie I'm not a fan of, and that's mincemeat pie. Also, I'm not a fan of math, so I don't usually celebrate pie day, because while I am a geek and a nerd, I am not a math geek or a nerd. Tuesday is National Pears Helene Day, and I can honestly say I've never had a pear Helene, but I do love pears, especially those Harry and David Royal Riviera pears. And by the way, when I mentioned uh, brands, I, this is I don't get any brand money from any of these things. These are just things I like. My father used to give me and my sister a box of those pears for holidays every year, and after we died, we continued the tradition of sending them to each other for various life events. Most recently, Catherine has been really helping out my mother, who seems to have forgotten how to thank people. So mom's cats have been sending Kath the pears. Pears Helene are basically poached pear with a sauce on them, like chocolate or like a cinnamony kind of sauce I've seen recipes for, which I suspect I would like very much if I encountered one in the wild. 
Wednesday is National Artichoke Day, and I'm not sure I have a lot to say about artichokes, good or bad, although I do remember being in Northern California, um, I don't know, maybe 12 or 15 years ago, which is the artichoke capital of the world, uh, not far from the garlic capital of the world, and realizing I had no idea what a plant that grows artichokes looked like. Thursday is St. Patrick's Day, so of course it's corned beef and cabbage day, which I ate a lot growing up, so it's not something I really eat as an adult. I am not sure what I'll do for St. Patrick's Day. In our family, it was the day we traditionally turned over the garden with the rototiller. Dad would come up to Providence on whatever weekend was closest to St. Patrick's with this big tiller, and we would plant peas. Even though I can plant peas at least two weeks earlier or more, thanks climate change here in Virginia, I still stick to planting them on St. Patrick's Day. I'm actually far more interested in St. Joseph's Day, which is Saturday, because that is the day we eat zapolas. Friday is oatmeal cookie day, and I do love oatmeal cookies, but the original recipe on the back of the Quaker Oats can changed, and I don't like it as much. It's too gummy. I like crisp oatmeal raisin cookies, but to be honest, the only oatmeal cookie I will turn down are the ones with chocolate chips in them. Do not at me. Saturday is St. Joseph's Day, and I cannot find a zeppola down here to save my life, which is why my fantasy is to open an Italian bakery, or maybe an Italian bakery truck with gourmet to go lasagna and spaghetti and other little meals that you can pick up at lunch for lunch or save for dinner. That isn't on my food calendar, but it's a day that I know. Anyway, I often make my own zeppolas, but it's not the same as ordering a dozen in advance from LaSalle Bakery and driving around to drop them off at friends' places or bringing them to work to share. The food calendar tells me that it's poultry day, which is fine, as well as chocolate caramel day, also fine, and I'm going to give you a little bit of unsolicited advice here. Do not mix them together. And finally, next Sunday is Bach Beer Day and National Ravioli Day. I am not a fan of Bach beer. It's a little too dark for me and a little yeasty, but I do like ravioli. I should make some. I've been thinking a lot about dessert ravioli, using a sweet cheese and maybe a fruit filling or a custard and then a sweet sauce like chocolate or raspberry or white chocolate or some combination thereof. Okay, so there are your food holidays for the week. And here's what I'll be making this week in my own kitchen. Probably roasting a chicken at some point because that's a staple in this house. I like to stuff it with some oranges or whatever citrus I have lying around to keep it moist while it is roasting. I usually spray it or rub it with some olive oil and then I sprinkle it with whatever assorted herbs I have in the, in the uh, spice cabinet. And I have six overripe bananas that are begging to be turned into my favorite banana bread with walnuts and mini chocolate chips. Will I make zeppelas? Maybe. I have all the ingredients. Every year I buy the ingredients, to be honest, but then I get sad because I don't have people to share zeppelas with. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this first episode of The Sidecar, which I will drop on either Saturdays or Sundays each week, with the two chocolate cakes episodes dropping on Wednesdays or Thursdays. See you next week. Thank you.